What's up, Hyperfast Agent Nation? On this episode of the show, we have an amazing energy expert who made the transition from being a successful salesperson to helping salespersons and entrepreneurs achieve more by shifting their energy to a higher level. And she made this transition after going through a, an amazing transition in life herself, overcoming a stroke. Welcome to the show, Michelle Warnica. Welcome to the Hyper Fast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyper fast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyper fast. Welcome to the show today, Michelle. How are you doing? I'm doing so great. Thanks, Dan. And you are uh, zooming in all the way from California, correct? Sunny Los Angeles, yes. All right. Well, I'm I'm excited today to to talk about you know your background, what you specialize in, and it's it's a little bit different than our our typical show. And and I think you know if, if you're tuning in uh this is going to be one that, that you're going to want to really pay attention to and, and take notes uh, before we start michelle do you want to give people a little bit about your your background and, and just your your quick bio if you will sure i am a professional salesperson i've really never done anything but sales i started selling when i was in my teens selling shoes i sold furniture i sold cars I ended up in telecommunications where I spent over 25 years um, selling telecommunications. That industry evolved, you know, as you can imagine, <laughs> from dial tone to voice over IP to the internet. And it just got to the point where the industry just really wasn't the same anymore. And I was also maturing. I wasn't the same anymore and felt that I really had a call to be of service and to do more with my life and to really share a lot of the wisdom that I had learned over the years. And uh, I also had a health situation where I had a stroke and I was paralyzed on the left side. I had to learn to walk again, to use my left hand again. I mean, it was pretty dramatic. I had a very miraculous recovery because I'm a professional optimist as most salespeople are. So I surrendered and just put the work in. And if you met me in person, you would not know that I had the stroke, but it really made, left me questioning, you know, what to do with my life and how I could be, bring more to the world than what selling telecommunications. So I ended up going on a journey, a spiritual journey and a really to find my sole purpose. Cause I felt like there was something much bigger for me to be doing here than then selling telecom. And what came to me after a few years and thousands of dollars later of just deep introspection and coaching was that I was really here to help other people find their purpose and to show them how to share that with the world and get paid to do that. And so that's really what I do. I help people to take their gifts, whatever they are, and to find a way to monetize them and to be of service to humanity. Do you think, just going back here, your recovery 
was was directly impacted by the way you thought about it or the energy or, around it or, or you know can you elaborate a little bit more on that yes i definitely can because you know when it, I was in really good shape. I want to tell you, I had a, a trainer at the time. I was working out three to five days a week. I ate well, but I was drinking way too much. And it was because I just really was not happy with what was happening. I wanted more out of my life. And the stroke was a real wake-up call for me. And I remember being in the rehab because I was in the hospital for about 10 days. And then I was in the rehab. And just to go to the bathroom, you have to push a call button and get somebody to help you. And I was trying to decide if I should go home and try and navigate being on my own or if I should go to my sister's and live there for a while until I could start to walk and do all that again. And there was something across the room that I wanted. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember thinking, I can't even get up and walk across the room. I really can't live by myself. And it was at that moment that I just had to surrender to what had happened to me. I realized that I just, I was powerless over this, that this was not just going to be the two weeks that I thought it was when I first checked into the hospital, that this was very serious and that I had to really take care of myself and um, was so lucky that I had a family that was willing to support me. And then once I, um, once I really surrendered and really just went with it because there was a lot of people in the stroke rehabilitation area that were very angry and very, they just were fighting. They're very resistant to the people that were there helping and they wanted to do it their way. And I realized when I had surrendered that I didn't know what to do. I didn't know anything about a stroke. I didn't even know what a stroke was. I had to ask after they told me I'd had one. And I thought, you know, I just have to let these people guide me because they know way more than I do. And I just have to surrender to this. And I, as I just opened and allowed whatever they told me to do, I did. And I watched all these other people that were really struggling. And it was because they were resisting help and resisting guidance. And the, another big lesson that I really learned from having that stroke was how important getting support and help is and how we're programmed as humans to really do things on our own. And that we, it's, it's, if you ask for help, it means somehow that you're weak or less than. We, don't, we shouldn't need help. We should be able to do everything on our own. And that's not really the way the earth is set up. We're set up to help each other. We're really one big global community. And we're here to help each other. And people want to help you. And it makes them feel good to help. And it, and, it makes, uh, and it makes your life easier when you receive help. But I think it's so hard for us to ask for help and often to accept it. So the energy of anger, the, the energy of resistance, the energy of um, thinking that you know everything and not asking for any help is really an, an, a lower, denser energy. Those energies are really no longer being supported on the planet. And I think what you'll find is after this past year, as all the energy from the planet has really risen up at, to a higher frequency, that if, you, that, it, it, that if you act that way, if those are the intentions that you have or the energy that, that you're emanating, you're going to have a much harder time getting uh, living your life.
than if you just go with the flow and surrender and allow things to happen as they are. So you bring up a lot of interesting points there that, that I think would be good to kind of unpack and, and go through. One of them is this idea of just giving in, just surrendering, right? Where where does this apply in people's lives? You know, obviously you had had a, had the stroke and had to recover, and but but for the the person out there that maybe doesn't go through that, just is kind of living everyday life. Where does that concept? You know, one question that I kind of kind of want to unpack a little bit more is where does that concept uh, show up? Just just in you know the lives of of kind of everyone, right? This concept of giving in, uh, that would be one question. The second one is what, well, you know, what, what can you elaborate more on the energy shift? I guess the follow-up that, that would, to the first question, like elaborate more on the energy shift that you've seen the world go through the last year and, and like, what specifically does that mean? Yes. It's taken me a while to really understand <laughs> that. So uh, let me start there with the energy shift. So what's happened is that this planet has gone through uh, an end of a cycle. You probably know or have heard somewhere, even if it was just through that song, uh, the dawning of the age of Aquarius, but we were moving out of the age of Pisces and into the age of Aquarius. And the age of Aquarius is a much different energy than the energy of Pisces. And these energies last for thousands of years. So when you're shifting from one energy to another, there is kind of a transitional period that occurs. And right now, what's happened in this past year is that the planet, the the Earth plane has raised its vibration. So we're all, everything is energy. We're energy, you're energy, I'm energy, the scarf I'm wearing is energy. Everything is energy and everything vibrates at a frequency. And you can go on to, um, you can Google emotional, like intelligence frequencies, and you can see like a scale of all the different, every energy that you, emotion that you feel has a vibration. And at the lower end is like shame and guilt and fear. And then at the higher end is like joy and love, gratitude, enlightenment. And then in between are all these other emotions that vibrate at different frequencies. And so as a collective, as a global collective, we vibrate, all of us vibrate as a frequency. There's um, another thing you can Google, it's called the Schumann Resonance. And the Schumann residence actually measures the vibration of the planet. And it's been measuring the vibration of the planet for many years, and it's been pretty stable. And you'll see over the last year that this vibration has elevated. And so when the vibration elevates, things are happening much faster. I'm sure you'll agree that over the past year, it just seems like we're living in this accelerated Hyper fast lifetime, doesn't it? Like everything's just definitely, yeah, just speeded up to this Indy 500 kind of uh, kind of time, and that's really why that's happening is because the frequency is raised of the planet, so things are happening much faster. And what that means, what a lot of people don't know, what they're not talking about, is that 
because the energy of the planet is raising, our body is also changing and the frequency of our body is also increasing. And so you may have noticed over the past year, different things that are happening with your body. Maybe you're, you don't need as much sleep or maybe you're craving better, healthier foods or you need more sleep or, or you need more exercise or you're realizing you know, with the COVID, what's happened is that it basically shut our planet down so that everybody had to look inside. They stayed inside to look inside and to see more about who they were and you know what was really going on in their life. And I think that you'll agree that we've all, I don't think there's anyone on this planet that's gone through this past year without really looking and realizing that there was changes that they made to make in their life, that their life really wasn't supporting them in their best and highest good. What, where do you think the shift is, is, you know, where is it causing changes? Like, like what, what maybe worked a year or two years ago that, that doesn't work now? And then I'd also ask, you know, what works now that maybe didn't work as well a year ago? Yeah, I think, well, the other thing that's happened as we moved from not only from the age of Pisces, but the age of Aquarius, but we also moved from a divinely uh, masculine kind of patriarchy kind of environment where the energy was all about driving and pushing and forcing and making things happen. And now we're moving into a divine feminine time. And the divine feminine is about attracting and allowing and surrendering or back to the surrender conversation. So I think that especially coming from a sales background, you know, we all, we all have a quota or we have our goals that we're trying to meet. And um, we, we do that through driving revenues, you know, all the words that we use, driving, pushing, pushing sales, whatever you're trying to do, you're, you're, the, these words that you use, uh, there's energy around them. There's a much different energy from driving sales than there is to allowing and to um, really making making things happen is also something that we as salespeople, that's what we're trained to do, right? Nothing happens to you make a sale. So you have to make things happen. But in, in what we're going to see as we move forward is that it's going to be more about allowing things to happen and attracting. And there's um, when you attract, it's just you. It's like when you meet people, do you, you know how you meet people? And some people you're just really attracted to their energy and some people you're really repelled by their energy. Well, we all have different energies and these energies attract people. They attract situations. They attract success. Some people just attract success. You just want to be around them. You want to do whatever you can to be near them, to buy things from them, to hang out with them, whatever it is. Some people repel your energy. So it's going to be really important to keep, be conscious of your energy because people are much more, people's intuitions been incredibly heightened over the past year. Things that you, you start to know things that are happening before they happen. Um, you get little little signs. Uh, maybe it's a dream you had. Maybe you just have, you hear something, a voice. Um, I know a lot of people in the coaching community have really gotten heightened, heightened um, 
intuition this past year. Myself, I actually have the ability now to channel uh, and to uh, really read people's energy and consciousness. And it's been really kind of interesting, but I'm also super sensitive to people's energies. So people that I used to hang out with and were friends with, I really, I can't really be around much anymore because their energy is a little too much for me or they're angry. People that are angry about what happened, uh, this COVID thing, unfortunately it was terrible. There was a lot of things that happened, especially to business. Um, that's changing the way that we live forever. But there's a lot of good things that came out of COVID too. We're learning to be more conscious of our planet, to be more conscious of the people around us and to be more compassionate. I think those are some lessons that we've learned. I don't know. And what, what's, what, uh, what would your specific advice be to the salesperson out there uh, on, on how to get more business? Is it, is it more about working on themselves or asking their clients more questions to try to, you know, figure out how they can better serve them or putting out a certain type of energy just so that they're, you know, attracting the, the clients that are the right people for them to work with. Um, like, you know, what, what should the, what should the salesperson do that, that, you know, obviously needs to get sales in order to provide for themselves or family, et cetera. Yes. Well, personal development is a great place to start. Every salesperson really should start right there. Just really getting to know yourself and really um, creating the best version of yourself that you can. The other thing is that you want to attract clients. So to do that, it's really important to know who is your ideal client. Who is the person that is most attracted to you and to buy from you? And, you know, what you'll find is that really those people that are going to buy from you are probably more most like you. And so um, you want to really start to um, target those type of, of clients, people that are like you, people that uh, or if you're go if you have a really look at your customer base, find out where am I getting the majority of my revenue? Just, uh, you know, as a salesperson, we always know the 80-20 rule, right? 20% of your clients give you 80% of your revenue. So what are those 20% of your clients that are giving you that big revenue impact? Those are the ones that you really want to target and focus on because they're already doing that for you. Now you just want to expand that and grow that. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Are you a real estate agent in the DMV area or thinking about becoming a real estate agent in the DMV area? Why not join the highest selling team in the DMV? The Kerry Scholl team is hiring more agents. We have the best training systems, the best culture, and the best environment to get you to the next level, whether that's starting out and getting to six figures or getting from six figures to 250 or to half a million or even beyond. Go to carryshawcareers.com. Again, that's carryshawcareers.com. Let's talk about this concept of surrendering and, and giving in. You you obviously had to do it at a at a high level and you had something that was, you know, very traumatic, life-altering uh, happen to you. Other people may not go through that to the degree that you did. So so the maybe the, the process or the signal may be more muted, right? So maybe, mm -hmm. uh, so, but what is that process of, of giving in 
look like and and um and and you know what should people be thinking about in terms of that well first i want to tell you it's not giving in i used to think that too it's not giving in it's not giving up it's just allowing it just is what it is so if something happens to you that you don't like you don't enjoy maybe you got laid off maybe your husband left you whatever it is something happened and now it's it's impacting you it's it's you're having an emotional reaction to it but the truth is that no matter how you feel about it it's already happened so there's nothing that you can do there's a lesson in every single thing that happens to us so instead of being angry or pointing the finger of blame or thinking what could i have done differently because you can't change the past the best thing to do is just to accept what's happened and really just let it be and allow it, whatever it, you know, I always think if something happens to me, then it's the universe's way of moving me along to something better. Because too often as humans, we stick around, we are creatures of comfort. So we do not like to be uncomfortable. So often we stay in relationships, jobs, uh, homes uh, much longer than we should. There's signs. Um, I had a client who, when I started with her, she told me that she needed to move, that her she had outgrown her place, that it was just kind of run down and old. She needed a better place, but she just really in her mind didn't think she could afford it. And I said, well, you know, now's the time to start looking because you've already stated that it's something that you want, because if you don't start looking now, the universe will move you along because it has to happen that way. Well, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't look around. She just stayed there. And within three months, she got an eviction notice, 30 days and you're out. So wow. now she only has 30 days to find a place to live where she knew three months ago that she had to leave and she could have start, started looking then and started really doing her work, her energy work to attract the right place to her. So, so would you say it's like the concept is if, if something bad happens to you or something that you don't like, it's, it's just don't be attached to whatever that result was like, like maybe it hurts, maybe it's uncomfortable, but learn your lesson from, uh, from it and, and how to improve the next time and, 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 and move on. Or is is that yes kind of how people should be thinking about it? Yes, because everything in the universe is always happening for your highest good. Everything that happens to you is happening to your highest good and everything that happens to you, you attract. So if you are a person that a lot of bad things happen over and over and over, then there's an energy that you have that you're attracting this. And it would really be in your highest good to take a look at what that what is it about me what am I doing to attract this over and over and over you know it's a, it's that person that keeps dating the same person over and over and over and they keep getting cheated on they keep getting dumped they keep getting whatever some sort of negative outcome from this from their relationships over and over and over again because there's a lesson there that they're not learning so there's a lesson with everything that happens even if it doesn't seem like it you know, I, you know, maybe you, you were in a car accident, somebody hit you. And so you don't feel like you had anything to do with it because somebody hit you. Well, you still attracted that accident. 
So there is a reason that accident happened. And it's a really good opportunity to look and see what is, what is the outcome of the accident? Is it that it's allowing me to stay at home? Is it that now I've gotten fired? So it's, it's forcing me to find a new job. Is it, you know, what is the outcome? And then you can probably find what the lesson is from there. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever been able to put my finger on this, but I always feel like certain people attract certain types of results. Like there always seems to be that salesperson that can close the deal no matter what, right? There always seems to be that person that, you know, people are always canceling on them or not showing up or backing out. And, and, you know, I'm sure everybody knows someone in their life that just, there always seems to be drama, like, you know, following yeah. that, that person around. So, and, and again, I, this is certainly not my area of expertise, but I, but I do think there is something, and I don't know if it's mental or spiritual or a combination of it where uh, certain types of people attract certain types of results. I, I do think we have the ability to, to shift that. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if you've had that observation or want to elaborate more. Yeah, for sure. It is over and over. And there is uh, a thing like sabotage that happens. I actually was just um, messaging with somebody yesterday about this. She was complaining that every time she goes to do anything online, that her technology isn't working. And so everybody in the chat was, and she was like, does anyone have any thoughts? And everyone in the chat was recommending all these technologies to her. And I said, well, usually if my technology is not working, I find that it's something that I'm in resistance to. Is there something that you're resisting uh, with this tech that, that around this technology? And then she said, yes, actually I do a Facebook live every week and no one's showing up for it. And so I'm, I think I, I feel like I might be in resistance to doing it because I don't feel like it's really worthwhile. It's not getting out to anyone. And so I talked to her about shifting her, shifting her intention, you know, because intention, the power of intention is so powerful. If you intend for something to happen and you can intend unconsciously for things to happen. So let's say you don't want to give a speech. You could, or go online to do your live. You could unconsciously be intending for that technology not to work so that you don't actually have to do it. So. I, I, I agree. And I, you know, again, I don't, I don't know what the, the phenomena is, but I do know, like, if you think this Facebook live or whatever it is, isn't going to be worth my time, then, you know, that, that definitely could put out an energy that, that doesn't attract other people. And it could also cause a shift in you. Maybe you're not going to post about it, email people about it, tell people about it. Right. So now you've put less feelers out there or, or, mm -hmm. or, or things that would get people there, attract them to it. So, so, you know, I, I do think there is a lot more to this than most people want to give the credit to. And I, and I do think there's a lot of resistance to this, this entire concept we're thinking about. Have, have you, perhaps come across that where, where people don't want to admit that this phenomena is out there or they think it's like hokey pokey or, or whatever. Oh yeah. My own family. They just all think I'm crazy, but you know what? I know that everything always works out for me. And I know that 
not everything always works out for them. So I will say that having a positive attitude and really believe like that's a great affirmation. Everything always works out for me. Think about the word words are another thing that have energy. You think about the words that you say all the time. You know, that person that you talk about that can close every, you know, closes deals all the time. That person believes that what the, in themselves and they believe in what it is that they're selling. They believe that they're being of service. They believe that they're really, really helping other people. The person who's always having appointments that are being canceled on or people don't show up, no shows, those people have uh, many times have worthiness issues. Like what I'm doing isn't really worthwhile. And that that's why no one is, is coming. They don't really, they're not calling people in with their energy. What, um, well, well, I guess what I would say about that is like, even, even if it's wrong, right. And it, and it, and it doesn't like make an impact. I, I, I think, I think even just, just telling yourself that, hey, this is happening for a reason that is good for me or that will benefit me. Like, I, I think even that little shift is going to get you more inclined to take the activities, you know, after the fact that will, that will uh, at some point in the future deliver better results. Like, I kind of think it's a, it's a low risk proposition or, or shift, like, like, yeah. Even if you're completely wrong, I think it still benefits you. Well, it's hard though, because we've been programmed in a much different way. And people are creatures of habit. So making change is really, really challenging. And also, um, you know, the energy, a lot of what I'm talking about now, there's a lot of science behind. For years, there was no science behind it, but there's science behind it now that is kind of kept underground. It's not talked about in the mainstream as much as it really should be because it's so powerful. Like you're a very successful salesperson. You probably have uh, really positive words and phrases that you use a lot in your life. Can you think of any that you use often? Um, hmm, I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm kind of like you. I, I don't, I don't know if I have a specific word that I, that I, come back to I think I I recall moments uh, where I succeeded whether it be in athletics sales business whatever it is and and I just you know draw on on the energy from from past successes and I don't you know I try I try to when things go wrong I try to learn from them and but not not dwell on it you know I don't want, I don't want to make the same mistake twice but I um and I've had a lot of mentors that have touched on, on these areas. You know, Tony Robbins was a big one for me um, and, and my wife as well. So we, we definitely learned a lot uh, of, of these kind of concepts from him mm -hmm. along, along the way. And, and um, you know, for me, I think it's, it's more about making sure um, getting, getting my exercise in, getting out in nature and, and uh and, and, you know, so thinking, thinking about goals when I'm in that kind of peak state, that environment and, um, and th things just seem to work out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Everything always works out for you, right, man? <laughs> yeah, I actually did the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within in November. And I think he talks about it as peak state where you get your vibration up really high. 
And then anything, and well, he doesn't say that, but he says your energy up really high, but it really is your vibration getting up really high. So what he's doing there is exactly what I'm talking about, but he talks about it in a more mainstream way, especially as an athlete you can relate to it because you know those peak states from when your adrenaline's rushing and you're ready to go out there and play whatever the game is that you're you know trained to play who who else have you learned from in this in this area you know you you mentioned Tony Robbins who we have in common but but anybody else that's influenced you in uh in oh, this yeah. area oh yeah and that um i really started out and personal development, you know, is really how I started down this path. And then as I, you know, Tony Robbins, he was the first one. I used to listen to him because I had a lot, I was going through a lot of changes. So obviously fear comes up. And what I love about YouTube is you can just Google anything and then there's a video to help you overcome it. So I just became like a YouTube junkie, just anything that, that would make me feel better. And I stumbled into the spiritual uh, realm and that's where I really got connected to like Wayne Dyer. And um, my favorite book of all times, it's called The Surrender Experiment. And it's by Michael Singer. And if you want to read a really powerful story of surrender, he just he just allows all these crazy things that happen that happened to him just to happen. And she always thinks that this is happening for my highest good. And he ends up stumbling literally into like becoming a, a millionaire. Um, his life just turns into this incredible life that you would never even have imagined from him just surrendering to whatever the universe presented to him. So I would definitely recommend that book. Easy to read. Well, I, I definitely agree that, you know, if you can get true alignment with your purpose and and really find out what that is and 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 really give into those forces then uh you'll be at a higher energy level and when you're at that higher level you're gonna you're gonna be able to live a fuller life accomplish more um so i i think there's definitely a lot for people to, to learn. And, and, I, and, and that's, you know, the, the lockdowns I think have been uh, destructive in a lot of ways, but I think one good benefit that they perhaps have had is giving more people time to, to have this introspection, right. And, and figure out, you know, what's my true purpose? How do I get aligned with that? And then, and then hopefully, you know, more people have, have been able to take action on that. Uh, before we wrap up today, I'd, I'd like, I always like to end with a hyper fast round. If you're ready for some, uh, some quick questions sure. here, some hyper fast questions. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new salesperson? Uh, don't be afraid. Just think of every prospect as an opportunity to meet a new person. Some people you'll like, some people you won't, some people buy, some people won't. No doesn't mean they no, no, they don't like you. No just means right now is not the time or the right product or the right place, but don't take it personal. That's that's a great one. Uh, I like that answer. What uh what about a, a seasoned salesperson? What would you what would you tell them today? There's always something new to learn. Don't this don't think you know it all. 
know that things are always changing and evolving. And if you're going to be successful, you need to change and evolve as well. I like that as well. I mean, especially today, things are changing and evolving at a much faster pace, which we touched on earlier. So even more important now than, than maybe a year ago, even. Uh, what about um, uh, someone that's gone through a challenge and, they, and maybe they failed? What would you tell them right now? Every failure is an opportunity to learn a lesson. You don't, you don't learn and grow without failing. In fact, I had a coach who really wanted you to fail. One year she set out to fail 19 times and she only failed 12 times. And then on the 12th time, the 13th try, she became incredibly successful. So if you keep trying new things, you're gonna fail. It's just what life's about. It's picking yourself up and dusting yourself off and moving forward. That really is the most important thing. Failure is a part of life. Embrace it and learn from it. Yeah, I, I used to actually challenge our salespersons to, to see how many no's they could get in a single day. Because that, that is often the best way to learn is, is to get rejected or to not get the result you want. I think there's a sales book called Getting to Know. Is there, I, I, hmm, I must not have read that one, but, um, but, uh, but, I'll, but I'll look it up for sure. What, uh, what are you looking forward to most in the upcoming year? Just seeing how this whole thing plays out. I believe that this is going to be an amazing year. We're going through some speed bumps right now, like January, February, the energy is going to be a little bumpy. There's a lot of shifting happening on the planet as we realign for this new energy that's coming in. So some of the old things that we've counted on and that we've thought were going to be in our lives forever are going to be falling away. And it's important for us to understand when the old passes that new, it, it opens the door for new and better things to come. So I really believe that this year is going to bring so many new things that we never even thought were possible. All right, last question. Where do you see yourself five years from now? In five years, I see myself uh, really helping thousands of women to really find themselves, their purpose, and to be of service to humanity, making the world a better place. All right. Well, uh, we will be uh, excited to, to watch that journey. Thank you for being on the show today. Before we sign off, how can listeners get in touch with you or learn more about what you do or, or connect with you on social media? What are, what are some of the best ways for them to do that? Well, I'm on um, Instagram and Facebook every day. I'm in LinkedIn. I also would invite you to a 30-minute uh, connect session. If you'd like to, if any of what I'm saying resonates with you and you'd like to go a little bit deeper and see if there's um, any nuggets that I could help you get clarity around in your own life, I'm happy to do that. I, uh, I'm sure Dan will put my link in the in the description so hey, do you that have we can a, connect. Do you have a URL for that or, or, for, or, or, or a website people should go to? My website is when they can go to, well, my, <laughs> my website is michellewarnica.com. Okay. It's under construction right now. That's why 
Uh, well, we'll be up soon. And um, my Calendly, my to schedule time with me is calendly.com forward slash for Michelle. Okay. And then uh, social media, what were, what were the... Um, Michelle.Warnica on Instagram and Michelle.Warnica.5 on Facebook. And I also have a Facebook group if you'd like to join. I'm doing um, right now daily energy tips to help keep your vibration high. And that's called Soul Entrepreneur, Soul Guided Entrepreneurs on Facebook. And you can Soul join Soul Guided there. Entrepreneurs on Facebook. All right. Well, thank you, Michelle. And thank you to our listeners and, and uh, viewers out there. For, uh, we, we thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time. Thanks, Dan. It was really fun. Great to meet you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.